Good afternoon, boxing fans around the world. Back again on Combat Talk Radio, found at combattalkradio.net with a our weekend of boxing updates here. Feel free to check us out. Once again, the site is combattalkradio.net. Leave us some comments, questions, suggestions, feedback on how we're doing, and we will get right into our weekend of boxing. Hello, folks. Here we are again at Combat Talk Radio, found at combattalkradio.net. My name is Leister. I'm your host. Recording on a different device briefly. I have to finish setting up my usual recording device so my audio will sound a little bit strange for now. I apologize for that. Hopefully I'll be back on full throttle for next week's episode. We're going to crash course through our weekend of boxing. We don't have a lot on deck. Some of the fights already wrapped up. Turns out they happened uh, either today or yesterday. I want to cover some news first and then I'll get to the results and then I'll go to what's on deck next. The big news is Superior Matthias fighting Shoajan Ergajev for the IBF title on November 4th. This is a huge fight, ladies and gentlemen. Superior Matthias, I'm a huge fan of his. Obviously, I did an episode on him a little while ago when he took out Ponce in dominant fashion. Now, the story was he was supposed to fight Lipinets, Sergey Lipinets. That fight fell through. It was not approved for the IBF. IBF says you got to face your mandatory. The mandatory is Ergajev. Ergashev is a really good test for Matias. Ergashev is a very solid fighter, 23-0 with 20 knockouts. He is solid, so don't think this is a bum. He's not. Ponce was a solid uh, opponent for Matias, and Ponce got de- destroyed. I don't think he's going to be able to destroy Ergashev anywhere close to what we see here. Ergashev, let me just break down a little bit. Mikel Fox, who was the overrated guy that fought, uh, who was the dude that he, he was overrated, when he fought, what was the guy's name? Meister. Meister. So Fox is out there. He's pumping a jab. He's not causing any damage. And NSB and other places fell for the okie doke of all this shoe shining and pointless punches and said that he apparently was a better fighter than he was. It's not that he wasn't skilled, but there was no way he won that fight. Meister was the rightful winner of the fight. Well, when he fought Ergashev, Ergashev just walked right through him. I mean, it was a dominant win. Ergashev solid is my point. So if you get a chance to check this fight out, I do strongly recommend that you do because Subrio Matias has an opportunity here to show the division he's here and he's not going anywhere. And let's see what kind of damage he does. Let's talk some outcomes. Vildan Minazov beat Rene Alvarado. Rene Alvarado, of course, he's a veteran in the business. He's been around a long time, 33 and had 14 losses. Nobody expected uh, that he was going to be in the, in the game this long. But this is this is huge. This is really huge. And so kudos to him for getting that win because it was it was a solid opponent across from him. Alvarado was still highly ranked. He was still up there in terms of the, cred- the credentials. So this is going to give some exposure to Minasov by sure. Uh, Zara Abdulalev beat Andreev in three rounds. I didn't know anything about either guy, although they both only had one loss. And it seemed like you know, Andreev was nowhere in the class. And so I don't want to say leading in, because you can't know, but leading in, it seemed like it was a mismatch from my eyes, from what I saw. Abdullah, of course, if you remember, he has, he's been in the limelight a while. He's not, he's not going anywhere, but he's not stepped up. So his name's been out there, but he's never really stepped up on that one. Uh, Zaur, of course, he was, he was positioned simply because he had lost to Devin Heaney. Okay, so Zaur, the thing with Zaur, he was the most notable because Zaur is uh, Abdullah. 
he was notable for losing to Devin Haney. But remember, prior to this, he had beaten that same Sergey Lipinets. And so, or excuse me, not Lipinets, sorry. Jorge Linares. Linares, I get my L's mixed up. And then Zlata Kanan, who Zlata Kanan was expected to be a mandatory for uh, going up in the ranks. And so he had just stopped all these up-and-comers. And so then he was positioned against Devin Haney. Devin Haney beats him, and it was a wash from there. So that's the story on that one. Getting to our weekend of fights now. Uh, Christian Mobili, I talked about him on last week's episode, fighting Devin Nicholson. That's happening tonight, so that's happening here in a couple of hours. I want to say it's probably about eh, two or three hours from now. Uh, at the Loch Lamy Casino out in Gatineau, Gatineau's in Canada. So on ESPN Plus, you want to check it out. Ten rounds of super middleweight action. Of course, Christian Mobili, I've had my eye on him for a long time. I think he's a great fighter. Really like what he's got to bring to the table. But Demon Nicholson is no slouch. Demon Nicholson's coming off, a, I believe it's a three or four fight loss streak. So he's been on the decline. But he's still there and he still is dangerous. And so I do think Mobili beats him. I don't think it's going to be too much of a hard test for him, but he's got to watch out for Nicholson because Nicholson does have the ability to pull it out randomly. On the undercard of that same event, this is 10 rounds of super lightweight action. We got Steve Claggett fighting Carlos Sanchez Valadez. I don't know either guy. I heard the name Claggett, but I don't really know either guy. I haven't watched either guy. Uh, they're both roughly not, I don't want to say prime, but they're kind of like at that twilight period. Decently sized. Uh, Claggett's coming off a two-fight win streak, but he has seven losses. Valadez has only ever lost the one time. Most people believe Claggett's going to win this one. I would say Valadez, just from what I saw, should not be overlooked, and I think he has an opportunity to do an upset win because it would truly be an upset win. That's what I see on deck here. The other thing I'll call out is with the recent string of Failures on PED testing that's been happening in the heavyweight division. It's caused a little bit of upset because that's all matchroom or primarily matchroom fighters or recent fighters that fought on matchroom. My, my point here is, you know, I, I've said and I've advocated this and I still advocate it. I think it's pointless to keep stopping fights because of PEDs. I think we need to get to the point where we regulate it. By regulating it, It'll stop the guys from sneaking around and then eventually getting caught and then they toast good fights otherwise. Whereas if it's regulated and you say, okay, there's certain PEDs we're cool with because they're not, you know, dangerous or going to kill you next week or something. And then certain PEDs, as long as you report what you're doing and we have a chance to evaluate it, you know, from a health perspective, we'll go ahead and let it pass. And then it's fair game because if both guys can know, you know, maybe one guy chooses not to do it, but at least they know that their opponent's on it. I think that's going to be much stronger uh, as as a you know fight game, especially in the heavyweight division. I just, all of this, okay, you know, you fail for PEDs, Helenius fell for PEDs, Dillian, you know, Big Baby, all these drug test failures, all we're doing is costing good fights. So to me, I'm still an advocate for regulation of it so that we can control it rather than outright bans. But you know, maybe I'm just one person on many voices. So I will check in. I'm probably not going to be able to check this week's fights because I'm mid-move right now. And so I just got my internet solid. It's not exactly what I need. That's going to happen next week. We'll come back and take a look at it, see where we're at. And then maybe after the fact, I'll check out where Christian Mobili is and see if he's able to pull out the victory. That's going to do it for this week's episode of Combat Talk Radio, Masterpiece Boxing, found at combattalkradio.net. 
I want to thank you for listening today, whether you are a subscriber or not. I know you have choices, and I appreciate you for being here. Just to remind those that are new to the show, Combat Talk Radio records every Friday, so once a week in the Pacific time zone. And then Lifeblood of Boxing series, which is our coverage of the boxers I think are worth your time and give to the sport. That's once per month. It does not have a fixed schedule, but once a month I'll have a release until I run out of ones that I think are worth covering for Lifeblood of Boxing. So those are our two programs. It is podcast only at this point. We want to hear from you. So combattalkradio.net at the bottom. Hit comments, feedback. Let us know how we're doing. If there's anything that you'd like to see us adjust or improve, we want to hear from you, and we are open to that feedback. We also are open to starting up the YouTube again, but it seemed like that died off when Lomachenko took a loss, and we don't know why. So if somebody knows why or they'd like to hear the YouTube coverage, let us know that as well in the comments, and we are open to doing it. We just need to make sure the fans are there. Right now they're on the podcast, not on the YouTube for whatever reason specific. We're open either way. Anyhow, that'll do it, and I will see you guys next week.